discover the keys to success. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Good Karma. Whether you are a newbie or an experienced internet explorer, our host will find the answers that you seek. Ask the questions that others are afraid to ask so that you may reap the rewards of your good karma. And now, here's the host of Good Karma, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Excellent. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another fun, exciting week. This week on the show, we're going to be helping out, as usual, all the old dogs learn some new tricks, and the newbies get their feet on the ground and start running a bit faster. Uh, This week, it's not going to be a fun one. We're going to take a serious tone and talk about things that we should be doing, but none of us ever want to do because, let's face it, it's not fun, it's not exciting, but it makes money, so we should all be doing these things. To help me out, I got Shimon Sandler on the line. Hey, Shimon, how you doing? Hey, Greg, how are you? And it, and it figures that you, you had to have me on, 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 on a show that's not going to be fun. Things no, that we have not to do. Fun. <laughs> Making money is not fun, okay? <laughs> Spending the money, now that's fun. <laughs> we're going to try to make some fun out of it, though. Okay, that's right. We always try to put a little, you know, uh, an excellent spin on things uh, whenever we can. Um, so starting off with the first thing, let's go to the uh, magic list here. Um, let's talk about landing page testing, okay? Landing page testing, it's something that so many of us should be doing, but we don't do it because it's not fun, it's not exciting. And yet, if you're doing PPC or even if you're doing organic, you're still sending that traffic to a landing page, and it makes sense to have the best landing page possible. That, that's true. And, and um, uh, you know, sometimes people uh, are reluctant to do this, uh, and, and one of the main reasons, in my humble opinion, would be costs. You know, it's, uh, it's an incremental cost to develop say two or three additional landing pages especially if you you have if you're not doing it yourself and you have to hire a, a graphic designer a programmer um, you know these things these costs add up um, and you're also talking about uh, driving um, uh, a good amount of traffic you need a a, uh, a measurable amount of data on each one of those pages in order to make decisions. Um, and that's commonly called A-B testing. And um, uh, really what you, could do, what you could do is just send an equal amount of, of traffic to each page and, and see which one converts best, if, whatever your, or whatever else your success metric might be. Um, there's yeah, I mean, also something so, called multivariate testing, and these are two different things. Uh, multivariate testing is is really uh, it's also known as Taguchi. Actually, it's a funny name. I think it's really? Japanese. Is that Japanese? I've never heard of uh, the other word for it. I've always heard multivariate testing. Yeah, I think Taguchi might have been uh, the guy who. Made it up, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's it's multivariate testing, and it, it's kind of like taking A/B split testing a step further, because what you do is you're you're testing many different variables on the page at the same time, and you're you're taking that and you're uh, that, that that information, and you're seeing what 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 has the most impact, what what gives you the greatest lift. Uh, to to achieve your success metrics, um, and right, you know, there there's plenty of companies that that do that. That that kind of gets a little complex as far as uh, somebody wants to to do some multivariate testing themselves. That's that that could get overwhelming, I guess, uh, to say the least. So there's, in, uh, I know of three companies. Uh, that that really specialize in this. Uh, Offermatica, I, I think, is probably the, the biggest biggest well known one. Something called Site Tuners and and uh, Vertster, I believe. And um, uh, so that, that's really, I guess, in a, on a high level, that's that's landing page testing. Uh, 
really comes down into, if you look at a flow chart, it's, it would be the top would be landing page testing, coming off of one branch, AB split testing, and coming off the other, the other branch is multivariate testing. Um, so... Um, and I mean, basically what we're talking about is, even if you're doing PPC, obviously, you know, you're working to get as high a click-through rate as possible, and you're spending money to buy this traffic. So obviously, you want to get as many sales as possible. Uh, and my, one of my favorite stories that personally happened to me that I love to repeat was on a registration page, they put a, uh, an HR tag. So that made, you know, this black, a thin black line go across the page. And it broke up the field nicely. You know, personal information, billing information, the submit button. They were broken up very nicely. But because of that simple line, people didn't see the register button, you know, the submission button. Right. Because it was right below the fold. And because we did, you know, testing on this and we took that out on one of the tests, we figured out, holy crap, you know, we can quadruple registrations just by taking that out. So, you know, that's one of why this is really so important. And this is, let's face it, it's boring when you're talking about doing testing and stuff like that. But it's really exciting when you're talking about, hey, do you want to quadruple your registrations or quadruple your sales orders? Well, this information will help you to greatly increase. You might not quadruple your stuff like in my case, but, you know, you're going to do stuff. And even if you're doing organic SEO and you're not buying the traffic, well, you know what? It still took you a lot of time to create that content, and that time is money. Also, it takes a lot of time to develop links if you're not buying the links outright. So just because you're doing organic doesn't mean it's free. So if you're spending all this money on organic SEO or if you're doing PPC or whatever, you really should have the best landing page possible and figure out which way is going to drive the most conversion. You know, I just want to add something in there, is that uh, it's very funny. I, I've, I've seen some of these case studies where um, somebody might think that, oh, this definitely is going to convert better. Like, I don't even need to test it. I know that this is going to work. If we put the button here or we put the image there or we push this down, I know that's going to be work better. <laughs> and you know what? It doesn't. That's yeah. the thing. It, the other way works better. So, so it's so difficult to tell, you know, like just by guessing. The, the way to go is, is, is to do a scientific, you know, it's really, I guess, a scientific test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Something and that's else what we're that talking you, about. You mentioned that these increase conversions. Um, it, it's not just by a little bit, like maybe 50%, 60%, 70% conversions, which would be huge lifts, especially when you're talking about revenue. Um, I, I've, I've seen studies where it's, it's lifted at 300%, 500%. You know, we're talking five times the amount of revenue, which is insane in some cases. So just by moving a button, like you're saying, or, or moving a, you know, an image, uh, it, you know, it's like you say, this could be kind of, uh, you know, not so exciting as, as, as far as some of the other things that we can do in search. Um, but it has a huge impact. Yeah, I mean, you just cannot understand how big an impact it is till it happens to you. Uh, you know, it's like somebody, you know, talking about dig, okay? You don't think dig is important until you get on the homepage and your website is taken offline because it's driven so much traffic to you. And then you're like, wow, dig is important. Well, you know what? Landing page testing is important. You might not realize it until you do this, but once you do it um, and regularly do it, because don't forget, just because you do it uh, today, Six months from now, everything changes. Uh, you know, the landscape out there, people are buying bigger computer screens, so that's going to change how they react on your page. People are changing their browser, that's going to change how your page is going to slightly display. You know, all these different things you need to change. People are also always getting smarter. You know, five years ago, they had no clue about, you know, uh, links and following a pathway, but now they're getting trained, you know? So when you're doing landing page testing, 
even if you do landing page testing and things go up 500% today, okay, you still need to redo that testing six months from now because your customers might change their, you know, browsing habits, and you need to be on top of that. So. Right. You know, I heard you mention earlier uh, click-through rate, and uh, I think it's important that we, that we just kind of uh, note to the listeners that these A-B, these A-B split tests or multivariate testing isn't going to impact the click-through rate itself because that's going to happen on the results page on the search engine. This, this is really going to happen after the click. This is the post-click. So if they come to your page, you know, and they may hit the back button because it's, it's not very usable. Not very, it's not going to convert well. So that's really, this is, this is, you're paying so much money for, you know, for the clicks that mm-hmm. it's, it's worth this, this, it might not seem it, but it is worth the incremental uh, spend on your campaigns uh, to get this traffic to convert. Yeah, and even though we're talking about landing page, I mean, really doing good testing, you can apply to anything because if you're doing PPC, uh, you know, you should play around with your title tags, of course, because the higher the click-through rate, the less money Google's going to charge you per click. So, you know, getting a more optimum ad, getting your description just right within, you know, the 70 characters or whatever the current limit of characters is, you know, having all that stuff will help you. So just... Be smart and go out and test everything. Test your PPC ads. Uh, Also for organic SEO, this is something that so many people don't do. Play around with your title tag. Some people think it's sacrilegious to play around with the title tag because it's so important in SEO. But you know what? Title tags are what appear in the organic SERPs. And so when somebody searches in Google, your company, your website is reflected by your title tag. And if you have a really ugly title tag, like let's say it's a file name, you know, given a worst case scenario here, well, yeah, you know, your file name might have the keyword, but I'm going to tell you, you're not going to get clicks on it because a human is not going to like that. But if they see a title tag and it says, you know, best prices on this widget, click here, they're going to click on that. So, and that's an extreme case. You know, I'm not saying go out and do that, but play around and tweak your title tag and see, number one, is it going up in the search engines because it will impact your rankings, but number two, are your click-through rates going higher? Yeah, it's um, interesting you know, are how you getting all this more ties together. It's not just one, just doing like one um, component of search, like I'm just going to focus on testing or I'm just going to focus on writing ads today or whatever. You know, it's, it's really everything impacts everything else. I mean, you're, 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 you're trying to... Yeah, the whole purpose of writing these these compelling ads with call to action uh, is to, to, to get them to click on it, right? To get that higher click-through rate, to send them to your site. Once they're on your site, and of course the title tag on the site is what they see and, uh, and, your, and your content, and that's when you want to do your A-B split testing. So then you can measure other things too because you know, we're talking a lot about conversions and, and direct response uh, campaigns, but... There's other kinds of campaigns also, um, like branding campaigns. And, and for branding campaigns, um, the types of things that are measured are uh, engagement. And mm-hmm. when I say engagement, that's, that's really, you know, you, you drive the traffic to the site. So, of course, you're talking awareness, right? That's on the on visibility. That's, that's on the, cert, uh, the search results page. Then they click on the ad. They're interested. Now they're on your site. So now this is when the engagement starts. How engaging is your site? So things that are measured are time on the site, pages viewed, uh, time on each page. And, and then if you have some kind of conversion, such as an opt-in to a newsletter uh, or, or whatever else it might be, then you can measure that also. But that's um, I just wanted to throw branding in there as well. Yeah. What else... Um should people test that they're not testing? Um, well, certainly ads, which we mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. That really has an, has, 
just like A-B split testing on, on, on the site side, I don't think that, uh, and I could be wrong, I, don't, I certainly don't have any research to back this up, but uh, I would think that, that people don't test, just generally testing as much as they do. A lot of it is just like, you know, we're just going to do a keyword buy. We're going to buy our keywords, we're going to write an ad and set it and forget it. Um, some of the other things that should be and the only people are, that, you know, win by setting and forgetting are the people that take advantage of you in AdSense. Yeah, right. Because you're not going to get long-term ROI, so Google's not happy if you set it and forget it. Because, you know, sooner or later you're going to be like, ooh, I'm giving money for Google and I'm not getting good results. You know, yeah. the people in AdSense, they're going to be happy because you're not going to be well-optimized and they'll be able to send you crappy traffic. And I'm not saying all people in AdSense, but, you know, certain uh, sites in AdSense, you don't want to fall prey to the, uh, you know, these pitfalls in life. You know, take control of your uh, project. Do a good job. Uh, Google's out there to help you. There's a lot of other uh, publishers out there that are hoping to do a better job and to drive you qualified traffic so that way they can have a long-term relationship with you. But, you know... Don't fall in these pitfalls. Don't take the easy road. These shortcuts will save you time today but cost you money tomorrow. So let's talk about some more testing. What, what are other things to test? So I would say within the ad itself, you can, you can test actually the display URL. Sometimes people like to put a uh, forward slash and whatever the name is. So um, uh, and, and, and these things uh, like the title and, and the keywords get bolded. So that again could enhance the the uh, the click through rate. Um, yeah. Do you do you initial know. capital letter in the URL? So if you're talking about jackswidget.com, is J and W capitalized? That could help you know just draw a little bit of attention to, hey, there's the keyword again, and just make the uh, user say, ooh, this might be a little bit more relevant. Exactly. Um, you know, not to. Uh, you know, we haven't even mentioned, but there's bid management. You know, that has to be tested, too, because in a direct response campaign, you might not need to be number one, two, or three. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you could be maybe number six or seven, and that could be your optimal uh, position for your uh, return on ad spend, RO, or ROI, return on investment. Yeah, you want, you want I, I know a ROI, lot of guys wink, that... Wink. You know, they become the number one spot, and the number one spot becomes... Ever under attack by everybody. And so after, you know, research on their part, they realized, hey, wait a minute, it's better if I'm actually positioned two or three or lower, you know, because number one, I'm getting all these, you know, unrelated clicks or things like that. And again, it's always different depending on the situation, you know. So the situations and the examples we're stating here, these are just possibilities that are out there, and unless you're testing for your specific situation, you'll never know. Right. That's, that, that's a good point. Um, some, some of the other things to test are, uh, do, well, let me, let me, which way do we want to kind of stay, kind of veer here, Greg? I'm going to kind of let you drive the car. Do we want to kind of drive more onto the, uh, the actual search campaigns? Uh, well, actually, um, I generally keep the questions till the end to put you on the hot seat. Because, fine. You know, so that's let, how let I me like just keep rolling here then. I, I would <laughs> say something else to test is not just uh, testing, you know, the, the ad and the, and, and the display and the URL and, and, the, and the bid and all. That's fine. But you know what? Branch off. You know, oh, test, yeah. test keywords. Test the head terms. Test the long tail terms. Now, what's a head term? Some of the listeners might not know what a head term is or a long tail. Head term would be like a one-word term, maybe cars. That could be a head term, uh, you know, automobiles. But a, a long-tail term could be, uh, you know, red Mercedes, you know, 2005, you know, four-door. <laughs> so yeah. that's a long-tail term. And um, so start testing, which is, which is, uh, uh, which is driving more traffic, which is... Which is uh, Converting better? Where, where are you getting more ROI from? You can you can test engines. Uh, branch off. Don't just you know everyone seems to just think with Google. I mean Google has roughly fifty sixty percent of the market share anymore. But uh, you know what? You get a, like get a, lot, a good 
a good value at this point for for running on uh, MSN. Uh, it doesn't have the search volume that that or the keyword inventory that that Google has, but uh, and also don't they certainly the convert demographics very well. Are different. Say that no. again. The demographics are different. Uh, historically, Google is more of a consumer and a home-based, uh, you know, search engine. People at, you know, home are using Google more, whereas, you know, in general, people at work are more likely to use MSN because they're running off of Windows computers and it's the default search engine and all that stuff. So historically, you know, um, I can, my I have a huge background in business-to-business marketing. And they actually found that they would get a huge better bang for the buck using MSN because, you know, more business people were using MSN than were using Google in the industrial world. You know, even though Google has 60% of the market share and you're like, hey, Google's got the market share, but that's for the entire, you know, U.S. And if you're selling an industrial product, you don't care about the U.S., you care about your small niche. You know, you care about your 10,000 customers and what search engine are they using. You know, right. it might be that you're going after something uh, social. Uh, Yahoo is a much stronger search engine in the, search, uh, in the social aspect because they have lots of different, you know, portals with uh, Flickr and all their other services that they provide. You know, um, so again, just try to figure out What's best for your specific situation? And by testing these things and trying different things out and, you know, recording the results, you'll be able to figure this out. Yeah, you know, for some, some I guess, smaller business, and, and this definitely goes for larger uh, uh, companies also, but smaller businesses might want to even try even second-tier engines. Now, MSN certainly is not a second-tier engine, but we could talk about second-tier engines, like, um, and I wouldn't classify Ask as a second-tier engine anymore, either. It used to be, but not anymore. I would say maybe second-tier engines are like LookSmart, uh, Miva, uh, Enhance Interactive. Um, those are the types of uh, uh, decent second-tier engines that you could test Take a small budget, throw it in there, and see how it's performing against against the uh, the 900 pound gorilla Google. Uh, maybe it's performing way better. So certainly to test engines. Some of these large engines now even have and and um, um, uh, Google certainly MSN certainly uh, Yahoo is just building out uh, Panama, and we can expect a lot more to come from them. I would say start testing um, uh, targeting uh, your your demographic. Maybe you know for someone selling apparel, uh, maybe they want to target more women. Uh, maybe men. Uh, you know, start start. Uh, and MSN has this this ability. Uh, to do this, um, what else? Day parting. You start testing with day parting. Now that's uh, really awesome, and that's something so few people take advantage of. Right, that's true. I mean, you know, day parting definitely is going to cut back on your click volume. If that's something that's important to you, then then I wouldn't recommend it. Now. Why would click volume be important, right? Everyone's talking about conversions and branding. So why in the world would you want to cut back on click volume? Um, oh, wait, let me just add one more thing to that. Something else is good for click volume is certainly a publisher that wants to show that they get a lot of traffic to their site. Um, so why would you want to cut back on, on, on clicks? Um, I'd say that's more of a for a direct response campaign, um, or or if it's something that's just targeted, say, um, you know, let's say let's say you have a call center, you need people to call. Maybe you don't have anybody there during the day, so you have to tur- you have to turn off your campaigns, say at, at uh, five o'clock because everyone goes home. You know, that could be another reason. Yeah, and I've known people that made that mistake and let the campaign run 24-7 even though the staff goes home. So it's like, why would you want to buy traffic if you can't service that traffic? Exactly. Uh, you know, and, besi- and besides testing different search engines, you know, now there's other digital channels 
that we can test this this emerging media that's that's coming out um, uh, things like uh, vertical search engines like for example um, indeed dot com is a is a job search engine really it's a vertical search engine but they ha- they just uh, they just announced uh, recently a, a pay-per-click service that they're offering now. So certain uh, certain advertisers might find value in, in advertising in that particular vertical search engine. There are many different ser- verticals. Uh, local search is something to test on. Um, you know, local.com, super pages, um, they have uh, pay-per-call. That's something that's been out for a little while now, but certainly it's a it's a. I guess we could classify that as as an emerging digital channel. Um, you know, maybe you want leads, and um, maybe you're maybe like say uh, an SEO consultant say wants leads, wants people to call. So yep. why not test that channel? Certainly, the 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 calls are going to be more costly than a click um, but it could the the conversion could pay the ROI could be a lot greater also and I want to like I mean we could go on forever talking about you know how to do good testing why it's important and how you could make so much money by doing good testing uh, but we got an even better thing to talk about that people don't do and they should do and that's proper research. So let's take a quick commercial break, listen to our fabulous sponsors, and we'll be right back talking about how to do proper research and why you should be doing it. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. Now back to Good Karma, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey everybody, Greg Nyland here, and I'm chatting about things that we don't do but we should do with Jim and Sandler. Uh, hey, where's a good place for people to read up more about you and read your uh, words of wisdom? Ah, thanks. Thanks, Greg, for asking that question. Um, they can go to my blog, actually. I, I blog about strategies in search, um, both SEO and PPC, and the URL is just my name. It's shimonsandler.com. And everyone mispronounce or misspells my name, so if you don't mind, can I just spell it? Yeah, please do. It's, it's S-H-I-M-O-N Sandler, like the actor Adam Sandler, shimonsandler.com. And uh, that's where I do my writing. Can you get me an autograph from Adam? <laughs> I have a cousin, Adam. I'm sure he'll be glad to sign, uh, sign a piece of paper for you. Yeah, a restraining order, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I finally got an autograph. <laughs> All right. So let's continue with the most excellent, boring show out there uh, with uh, things that we should do, but we don't do. And honestly, these really are important things, and you will make more money, and you might not be happy and smiling while you're doing it, but after you make the money and you're sipping a drink on the beaches of Marbella, Spain, you'll be happy you did it. So take these words of wisdom and go out and do this stuff. Um, Proper research. You know, and by proper research, so often you check out, you know, these search engine forums like, you know, at Webmaster World uh, or, you you know, read the people posting at Search Engine Land uh, or Search Engine Roundtable, you know, and people will, some people will post good things, but a lot of times you'll see people posting, um, you know, just 
basic knee-jerk reaction stuff. And they're saying, you know, hey, my ranking fell on Google. I think it's because of this. And when you ask them why, they can't tell you why, other than, well, I have a gut feeling, or that's what I heard somebody else say. Nobody is, you know, doing enough research for themselves. And when I say nobody, I'm generalizing, of course, because obviously somebody had to do research at one point, right? Exactly. Um, so what's a good way to do some proper research? Uh, where do you go for your research? Your well, it really depends what kind of research I'm looking for. I mean, some of the things, like, like I, what I post, some research that I, that I get, uh, some industry research, and I post it on my blog, I actually grab from eMarketer. They have a lot of great research, like uh, search engine market share and, 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 and research on social media and, and pay-per-click versus search engine optimization. They have some great stuff. Uh, I also get my research yeah, you're from... you're a little eMarketer chart whore. You take all of their pretty charts. I mean, if anybody's out there and you want to see some good-looking charts with nice, helpful information, head over to uh, shimandsandler.com. You're (laughs) going to see all the beautiful eMarketer charts that uh, he's cherry-picked for you. (laughs) That's true. Um, I'd also like to go to Forrester. Um, Forrester has really... uh, in-depth reporting uh, on a variety of subjects, not just online marketing. Um, Marketing Sherpa has good research. Um, Some of their research is free. Some of it is not free. Uh, The same thing with Jupiter. Um, Jupiter has has great stuff. Comscore has great great stuff. Um, uh, How can I forget? Sempo. Sempo has amazing research, and um, these are these are off the top of my head. These are the 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 main sources for uh, for industry research. Unless you want to conduct some independent research, which there's um, uh, a few places that that do independent research. Um, Inquirio does. Um, uh, and, and did it teamed up to do the the whole eye tracking study, which is very interesting. Um, eye crossing has done some some uh, research on uh, SEO versus PPC, and uh, and the demographics and who's more likely to click on a, a paid ad versus a a, a a natural listing, and which one is more trustworthy. Um, what about search engine patents? Do you uh, ever research them? Say that again? Search engine patents? You know what? That's one area that I'm... I, 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 I look at it from time to time. I'm not so... I'm not. I'm not. It doesn't excite me, and I know that's the topic of our of the show. Really, what we should do. It doesn't excite us. But the search engine patent is something that I really don't. I don't really dig deep into. Okay, everybody, let's learn from Simmons' mistake. Right. Well, you know, there's another um, uh, popular SEO blog out there, uh, SEO by the Sea. Oh yeah, Bill. Yes, and he does. Uh, he's he's really into this this research stuff and patents. He likes hurting your head with like really, <laughs> really in deep thinking things. You know, like oh man, he he should go like become a university professor. You know? <laughs> so, Incredibly so, smart, but wow. But, you know, so as far as the industry research, those are the places that I would go. Now, as far as, let's say, your own individual research, that's great for the industry, but let's say you want to do your own stuff, um, you know, there's plenty of uh, good web analytics uh, software out there. There's some that, that, you could, that, that um, cost money to buy, like, Web Trends, Net, uh, which are all first-class great products, um, and then there's free stuff like Google Analytics and and StatCounter. 
Um, and you can really, you know, what these analytics, if, if anyone's not using them and, they're, and, they're, and they have a website and, and they're using it to, for business, they're really making a mistake. They, they should right away go to Google, sign up for Google Analytics and slap that code right on their site and start and, and get right into it because you can really slice and dice your, the, the, the information coming in, meaning what kind of information can you see. You could see things like um, keywords by search engine, or not just search engine, from, they call it referrer. A referrer is any site that sends traffic to your site. Mm -hmm. So mostly we're talking about um, search engines. So you can see in, in direct response, it's, it's really nice to see the, 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 the keywords by search engine and which one is, and, and if they're paid or natural, and which one, which of those are converting? Um, that's the most exciting metric that I like to look at. But then again, so now that's direct response. But then again, uh, for branding, uh, you know, engagement is very important, and and this is the place where you're gonna where you're gonna get that that information. You're gonna see, um, you know. Where that? What keywords are they coming in on, and and what keywords are are the most engaging? Are you getting? What's the quality of visitor that you're getting, and from which which rich which refer which keywords? And when I say quality of visitor, again, pages viewed, time on site, time on the page. Um, you can see things like time of day if you want to get into day parting. This is this is where you're going to see all that valuable information. Are, is your site getting traffic at the day? Maybe you need to extend the hours of your call center. Um, you know, so so um, just kind of emphasizing, you know, don't, drilling home, you know, the the point of using web analytics. Yeah, uh, and I mean all that stuff that like doing proper research and uh, you know as before we were talking about the testing and all that stuff, it, all this stuff is really, I'm going to say it for the millionth time, boring, but so necessary. You really need to be doing this stuff. You know, don't be taking these shortcuts for it um, because you're going to make money by, not, you know, avoiding these shortcuts and doing all the work. Well, um, let, me, let me add something else to this. Using web analytics is really where you're going to see, you know, we talked about A-B split testing, right? So we have two ads, and, you know, we, we're, we got the keywords, and, and we're going to send an equal amount of traffic to them. So in, in this, I'm just going to use Google as an example. So in, in Google, it could be Yahoo too, whatever, you could see the click-through rates. So you can, you know, it, it, you could optimize it by click-through rate. So, oh, this one is getting a, you know, a much higher click-through rate than my, than my second ad. My first ad is getting a, a much higher click-through rate. So let me delete my second ad and let me put in a new second ad and we'll see which one is the, is the champion of these two ads now. So that's optimizing by click-through rate. But in a direct response campaign, that's really not the most efficient way to, 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 to run an A-B split test, or certainly to run an, an ad optimization, as it's called. The, the best way to really do that is to use your web analytics. So you can actually uh, uh, create, you know, in the destination URL, put in a little piece of, um, uh, you know, a little query string that's going to identify, you know, ad number one, ad number two. And then when you start diving into your your analytics, you'll be able to see not just click-through rate. Maybe the click-through rate is horrible for ad number two, but the conversions are much higher. So maybe you want to get rid of ad number one. It's, it's, it's sending a lot more traffic to your site. It's costing you more money, but the ROI is horrible. So let's keep number two, and we'll replace ad number one. So that's the big advantage of, of analytics, mm -hmm. one of the big analytics. Big advantages for direct response, certainly. Well, let's actually take a step back because, I mean, you need analytics once you get the traffic. But what if somebody's listening to us and they don't have traffic right now? You know, what are the things that people should be doing 
uh, like analyzing the, uh, the search result pages, you know, the rankings, figuring out how people are ranking and why they're ranking, so that way you can also get your website to rank. Okay, so there's two, two, two things now we're talking about. One, we could be talking about paid search, or we could be talking about natural search coming up in the natural results. So if we're talking about uh, natural results, um, and I just kind of want to do a little quick sidebar, the industry research shows that approximately 65% of the clicks are going to the natural results, not the paid side. So, um, you know, we, we just want to differentiate. Uh, so which one do you want to look at, Greg? Uh, I'm cheap, so let's go natural. I can't afford those expensive PPC <laughs> okay, prices. Well, so, well, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny. People think that just because it's natural, it's free. But um, uh, a, a well, lot it of costs times, money. It, Let me it's tell a you. surprise <laughs> that to, 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 to companies that it actually costs money to get there. You, can't, you certainly can't pay Google to, to, to be in the first, second, or third position or actually anywhere in the natural results. But it costs money in terms of uh, time and, mm-hmm. and, and, and resources and, and, and also media, uh, media buy to, to uh, attain those top rankings. So there's a lot of different criteria for search engine optimization. So that's why I mean it, it, it costs money. Sometimes it might cost several thousand dollars a month to stay in a, in a number one position, a number one or number two position. And, and some companies might, uh, or, you know, whatever, they might think, wow, that's a lot of money. But you want to look at it in another way, too, that your ad, not, yeah, your, your listing, I, sh- I guess I should say, will appear every single time that that search is conducted. So you'll have, as far as share of searches, you, you should have... You should be listing there, you know, 100% of the time. You're going to be in, in, in that number one spot. Until versus the universal search P- results. PPC, <laughs> where if your budget runs out, forget it. That's it. You're done. Or, or even if you're, you know, Google has the quality score. So <clears throat> let's say somebody else's quality score is better than yours or, you know, whatever. You, you know, you might not be in the one spot. You might be in three, four, or five. Next thing you know, you're in, you're in one and, and a lot of different variables. And, and you're not even getting as many clicks because, as we mentioned, 65% go on the natural side. So taking that in consideration, maybe a few thousand dollars a month might be very well spent for, to be in the number one position for a particular keyword. So I think it's a misnomer that people think just because it's natural, it's free. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, even though we're talking organic and we're not, you know, there's not a price tag and people don't say, well, it costs $2 a click, it's bigger money, actually, because, you know, it's going to cost you $1,000 to create the content. It's going to cost you $5,000 for link development, you know, but it's fixed cost, whereas, you know, PPC, it's more variable cost. Right, and, and when, you're done, you, when you're done with the campaign, it's done. When that turn, campaign turns off, it's off. You know, natural, it's going to be there for, I mean, even when you're done, you're done doing, you know, spending your money, it's going to be, there's going to be residual ranking for that term. Yep. Oh, the joys of organic the link development. <laughs> yeah, link development is, is is interesting in and of itself. I mean, there's there's, you know, it's one thing to just go hunting in that you know, and uh, in, in that link discovery process, and finding the right sites that are relevant and high page rank and and have aged domains and. Um, you know, and our quote-unquote maybe authority or semi-authority sites, um, and then calling them up and 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 trying to negotiate with them. That's that's one way of doing it. Another way of doing it is just um, you know buying it, just like any other media spend, just just buying the link, like uh, the Wall Street Journal. You know, buying a, a link on the Wall Street Journal. You know, it's a couple of thousand dollars a month. Um, so there's there's Ways or another way of doing it is viral. Uh, you know, we that's 
and and viral again is is something that's that that is not it could be free but uh certainly uh your time whether you do it yourself or or hire someone else to do it you know time is money so uh you know using social media like dig or um uh even myspace and and uploading videos you know or, or a podcast similar to this one um could be viral and that could uh create uh, a lot of links yeah um I, there's so many different ways that you can be successful you know and there's costs associated with all of them and if you don't test you're never going to know what cost is going to get you the best return on your money you know and what's going to make you the biggest profit out there so you got to be testing this stuff you know whether it's the organic ranks or it's the paid uh PPC ranks you know all these things can get analyzed um and you can do all this stuff. Let's take another quick commercial break uh, and then come back and talk a bit more about the PPC and the shortcuts that people are taking there that they shouldn't be taking. So stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. Mr. Scott, I can't get any more information onto our website. I'm doing the best I can, Captain. There's no more room on the server. It's going to blow. Evaluation, Mr. Spock. The logical answer is Lunar Pages. Reputation, reliability, and legendary 24-7 support makes Lunar Pages the host to cling on to. Did you say cling on? Aye, Captain. Sign up at LunarPages.com and get $700 off coffee cup software absolutely free. If you call, they will answer. Lunar Pages it is. Beam us aboard, Mr. For out of this world web hosting, Luna Rocks. Sign up for web hosting with LunarPages.com and use coupon code LUNATICS to get $28 off. Howdy, boys, and you girls, too. I'm here to talk to you about Milnick Media, the best CPA network, period. They sure know how to deliver, and I know something about deliverance. Now, you want to get paid? Damn right you do. We'll make sure you get your money. Media's got support people who know their ass from their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them new fangled plasma TVs? Well, Cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our performance rewards program. Email submits, zip submits, ringtones, hell, we got them all. Yeehaw! Hey there, it's Cousin Jeremy. Get on over to M-I-L-L-N-I-C-Media.com and we'll have you so happy you'll be squealing like a pig. Now back to Good Karma, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Excellent. Hey, everybody. Greg Nyland. That was a quick commercial break. Barely had time to finish the beer. Let me put it right down there. I'll get back to it in a second. And we're talking about all the fun, exciting things here that uh, we don't do because they're not exciting. Let's... (laughs) But... They make us money, and that is the whole theme of today. Um, and when you're talking about t- doing shortcuts and things like that um, and boring things but making money, um, you got to look at PPC definitely because PPC is a, uh, one of the fastest ways to get traffic, um, and it's also one of the fastest ways to lose money if you don't do it properly. Um, and nobody's happy if you do it, it, you know, if you make a mistake because, uh, Yahoo and Google, they want you to be successful with PPC so that way you spend more money with them in the future. You know, you want to be successful. Everybody, it's a win-win situation. So how do we get to this win-win situation? Um, well, you know, you, you, you mentioned click fraud. And, you know, it's a sad reality, though, of, of, of search. You know, there's there's estimates that it's as high as 14 percent, which which is a little scary, actually. Um, so, how do you manage click fraud? Really, is the you know how, that's the question. How do you manage it? How why did how does it happen? Um, you know, first of all, I think it might. Let's just define click fraud. You know, I I would say that click fraud is somebody clicking on your ad for any reason that's that's not to visit your website. 
meaning maybe it's a competitor that's trying to exhaust your budget, burn it up, so you don't appear anymore. Um, you know, that, that definitely is one reason. And uh, it could come from, you know, how does it happen? We can, we can wonder how. How in the world does, does this stuff happen? So it could be somebody sitting sitting uh, there and manually clicking on it. Now, the engines typically have these, um, that they have, and they're getting much more sophisticated in their click fraud detection. Um, there's also automated click bots that, 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 um, that are out there, these scripts. Um, I don't believe you. Who would ever create a script? To, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> What else is there? Spyware. There's there's a whole lot of spyware out there that um, uh, they'll automatically just click on the ads, and what happens is you, the advertiser, get charged. Um, and then also there's there's uh, the search engine syndication affiliates that are they're, they're they're attempting to generate more commissions for themselves. So I would say in a nutshell, that's wouldn't really do that. <laughs> Say that again? I'm joking. Uh, and when I we're talking about this stuff, and, you know, anybody listening, I'm not saying that all affiliates are bad, and I'm not saying all affiliate managers are bad. But let's face it. When there's money on the table, there's always going to be one rotten egg in the bunch. Right. I've or got maybe 14%. <laughs> um, People think I attack my uh, fellow affiliates uh, too much. <laughs> um. So really now the question is how to manage this this situation, this click fraud issue. So um, as I said, you know, the search engines do have their own um, systems. Um, but uh, I want to kind of revisit what we were talking about earlier in the show is web analytics. Here's another very important reason to, to, to use analytics besides tracking and, and measuring and testing. Uh, it's also to, to monitor click fraud. Um, and, and how is that possible, right? So some of the, the, the metrics that you're going to be looking at are, say, a recurring IP address. Let's say the same IP address has visited you 20,000 times within a 12-hour period um, and has only visited the same page and only for the duration of one second. You know, sounds to me like that's a pretty blatant case of click fraud. <laughs> um, you know, and if that's the case, uh, maybe you know the search engines haven't caught it. You know, they, now I would be very disappointed if they didn't, but certainly I would not rely on them to 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 catch that kind of thing. And and I have had some experience with this, um, uh, and and they they didn't catch it. I'm not going to say which engine, but but it's it's one of the top engines, and. Um, this is the type of thing that that you need to really take a screenshot of uh, and 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 send it over to them. And they have their click fraud teams that that investigate it. And uh, and more often yeah. than not, you, well, here's a, a good analogy is, I like to tell people. Okay, um, when you're using okay, everybody has a checking account at a bank, and banks are really good, and they rarely make mistakes. Okay, or in general, their percentage is very small that they make a mistake. Yet, at the end of every month, you should balance your checkbook just to be safe. And just, you know, in PPC, you should regularly monitor your stuff and just double check. The search engines, whether it's Google, Yahoo, whatever player, MSN, you know, um, they're going to probably catch most of the mistakes before it even falls on your lap, okay? But just like a bank every now and then will make a mistake with your bank account, you know, every now and then it's possible that something will slip through. But before, you know, you just jump up and scream click fraud because it's the buzzword and everybody's saying it, do your research and make sure that it is real click fraud and not just a poorly managed campaign. Exactly. That's a good point. Um, That's a really good uh, point. Um, yeah. 
one of the guys I actually uh, help out, he was telling me he had click fraud because he was burning through a few hundred dollars within an hour every day. Like his daily budget was just wiped out before 10 o'clock in the morning. And I look at it, and he had no negative keywords, and he was using broad matching. <laughs> I'm like, well, Billy, you know, if you just throw up ads everywhere that are not targeted, number one, Google's going to charge you a fortune because your quality score is re- terrible. Um, but number two, you're also going to burn through it, you know, and you're not yeah. going to get those sales. Well, you know, what else, something else is um, the, the content networks, you know, these context, the contextual network, like AdSense, uh, typically has a higher rate of, of click fraud uh, than just natural, you know, than just regular web search. And, you know, it's, uh, it's probably because there's a, a monetary incentive there for, for somebody to click on those ads and make money. So uh, some strategies that uh, I would suggest to, to minimize this is, is really, and it, it gets right back to what you said about the broad terms, is, is really just monitoring your, your, even if it's just, you know, maybe not, you're not monitoring all the terms, but even just, certainly the highly competitive terms or, or all the terms within a particular category that could be at a higher risk. Um, if, now we talked about earlier on the show, much earlier, we talked about expanding into second tier engines and, uh, and, 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 and this emerging media. Um, certainly they might be at a higher risk. They might not have as, the, as robust click detection systems in place as a Google or a Yahoo. Um, diving deep into that web analytics yeah. might not be the funnest thing in the world, or maybe it is. Maybe yeah. you start getting addicted to it and and just, you know, like how many times you check your web logs, you know? And uh, and there's another way to reduce that click fraud would be just to increase your your SEO initiative so you can decrease your dependency on paid search. Um because yes, you know, people will click a, a million way. times on your natural ad, and that's not going to cost you anything. So um, there's certainly certainly a few ideas. Yep. There's I, I recently became it was only a couple of months ago. I recently uh, a friend of mine actually is a uh, he's an attorney, and he's 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 like developing. He, he works with like these angel investors and. and Companies who are looking for funding, and he and he recently came came across this company called Authentic Click, and I don't remember all the details about it, Greg, but I can tell you that I was super impressed with them. I actually spoke to the uh, to the to the president of the company, and uh, and right now they're working with all the all the top tier engines. Um, they're testing their their product, so. Authentic click. It's if I remember correctly, it's a way that rather than just this, like what we're talking about is, I forget the term he called it. He might have called it linear, like a real linear way of of, of measuring click fraud. You know, uh, just IP address. You know, how many times do they come to your site? How many pages viewed? Uh, things like that. What they do is they score each click. And I don't remember all the details of their scoring, but it's it's really sophisticated, and uh, and all the engines apparently are are excited about this technology. So this isn't the kind of thing that every uh, every advertiser is going to go is going to implement, um, but it's just something on the topic of click fraud. This is something that's new and exciting that is we're all going to hear about very shortly. You heard it here first. (laughs) Um, And actually, we're going to have to wrap it up on that note because we're running short on time here. Um, But thank you so much for making time to come on, Shimon. Uh, Any final words of wisdom for all the uh, lazy people out there that are not doing these things that they should be doing? Um, Words of wisdom. You know, I, I would say test. Uh, if if you're not testing, I mean, forget about it. even if you're. Uh, I can't emphasize how important testing is. Everything from the the bids to the landing pages to the uh, 
to the URLs to, to test, 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 test. If you got nothing out of the show, just keep testing and optimizing uh, to make more money. Yep. Well, excellent. And we shall call that a wrap. Thank you again so much. And tell everybody your website address again so they can continue listening to your fine words of wisdom. Thanks. It's shimonsandler.com. It's just my name, and that's spelled S-H-I-M-O-N, Sandler, shimonsandler.com. Cool. Well, everybody, have a great week, and I'll talk with you later. Bye-bye.